All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're here with another episode of Sparkle City Sessions, brought to you by Hub City Music Society, sponsored by Pinnacle Custom Construction. We're here in the underground network of Studio Z with Mark Higgins. Mark Higgins, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. All right, well, that's awesome. Hey, let's get right into it, okay? Mark, where are you originally from? I'm originally from uh, Jersey City, New Jersey. And how long did you stay there before you moved down south? I'd say approximately four years. Four years. So you were four when you moved here. Yep. Would that be a a reasonable assumption? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right, so you don't really remember much of the up north, do you? No, I remember a lot. I I went back and forth a lot, and and, uh, I always had family up there, so I'd go up there like every other summer or vacations. And, um, yeah, and I remember a lot, actually, believe it or not, between – before I was uh, five, so, yeah. Did, did you have any bands up there? No. No bands? You didn't play any music at all while you were there? No, I, um, my family up there was, uh, I guess, musically inclined, and there was always instruments around, so I got to, like, play on instruments that were in the house and uh, that were there, so that was cool, yeah. Well, uh, did you, uh, now, when's the last time you've been back up there? Early September of 2001. 2001. Did you play music when you were there then? Uh, no, I, I didn't play music when I was up there. Have you ever Have you ever played with any of your family up there or anything? Out? Um, just aside from being, um, you know, a, a teenager or younger, just playing with family, <clears throat> you know, at um, my grandparents' house. Uh, that's about it, yeah. Okay, so when you got here to Spartanburg, was this, what, did you, you come from New Jersey to Spartanburg? Spartanburg or uh, Fingerville. Fingerville. Yeah. All right. When's your first band you start up here in Spartanburg? <laughs> I think I got to play in like a, uh, I did get to play in like uh, some punk rock bands when I was a teenager, you know, uh, 14, 15 years old, just uh, yelling into a microphone, you know, banging out whatever on a guitar and, uh, you know, but really starting a serious band, I don't think that happened until maybe I was like maybe 18, somewhere in there, 19, and... uh I began to really like focus on songwriting and doing original music. Now, for all these Spartanburgers that we have here in town, they'll remember Doggones from back, uh, what was it, 90, when did it start, 95? When did Doggones become uh, a little bar over there? I think they started in the 80s. Mm, yeah, they maybe, ended around the yeah, uh, mid-90s. Yeah, ended around 95. Maybe they started around 89 or something. I really don't know. I mean, maybe eighty-seven, even maybe. If not earlier. I used to know this. I had it wrote down, but I didn't bring my little piece of paper with me tonight. Uh, so anyway, now you were doorman at, at uh, Doggons for a while, wouldn't you? I was. Now, when did you do that? Um. Uh. Well, I think I started working the door when I was like maybe nineteen or twenty. Um, I turned twenty-one there twice. And so <laughs> that's I just really wanted to work there so that um, my band could play at a decent time on jam night on Wednesdays. And that was my first goal. And then um, so that worked out for me. And uh, and that would have been the Guards of Eden band. Yep, it was. Now, was that your first band in Spartanburg? I'd say official, like original music. Yes. Songwriting stuff I was doing. Yeah. Okay. Now, everybody who's don't don't know what Doggones was, it's where Hickory Tavern is now. Now, if you know, I know everybody 
listening to us probably knows where the Hickory Tavern is if they're from Spartanburg. But there used to be a really kick-ass bar there called Doggons, Taj Mahal, Doc Watson, all kinds of people had played there. And uh, Jesse and Marshall Mechanic ran it. Jesse Cleveland, a Marshall Mechanic. And from what I understand, all the big shows, he says he never made any money off of. Now, whether that's true or not, it probably is. But um, what um, what was your first band's influences? Oh, man, it had to be everything from um, Led Zeppelin to all the grunge that was coming out, punk rock, um, um, 80s music, alternative music, um, just... I mean everything. I mean, we all kind of took from all kinds of backgrounds. Uh, you know, we were all kind of different in what we listened to. Uh, Ron Evans played um, bass there. Uh, Lee, Lee Addison actually started playing bass at first, and then um, he had um, went off to uh, the Army, and uh, Ron Evans um, was playing with us. And um, Jason, Ron, Was Jason High on drums on that? Jason High was on drums. Um, I think he might have been 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Now, I, re- I remember that band because uh, you guys used to practice, like, right behind us in the uh, Morning Star Loctites. Yep. Oh, what, what what road was that on? 290, uh, what was it? 176 or something like that? Are you mm. talking about the one in Westgate or the one over on uh, 221? Ah, uh, 221. 221, that's, okay. That's one. Yeah, we had a bunch of people playing in that one. Yep. That was a good time. Uh, that would have been around, good Lord. 92, 93, 94, something around yeah. like that. Early 90s, yeah. Yeah, the guy who owned that uh, was in a Dixieland jazz band, little bald-headed, uh, oh, what was he? He was some, uh, wasn't Pakistani. He might have been Pakistani. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I met I him. I don't he, remember. He was a little cool, little short little dude. He was awesome. But anyway, so Guards of Eden, what's your next band after that? Um, then I formed a band called um, The Turnaround. And that was uh, with uh, Jim Denton. Uh, drums. Uh, on drums was Michelle Lee. Oh, I thought Jim Denton played drums too. Jim Denton played guitar. Okay. And um, and uh, Nikki Lee. Ah, uh, Michelle's Michelle sister. sister played bass. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. She was a good bass player too, from what I remember. Quick learner, yeah. So how long did that band last? Um, maybe a year, year and a half. I mean, there wasn't. It didn't last as long as I, I we might have like thought it was going to, but you know things happened quickly, and I mean there were more people playing in town. Magnolias had kind of come along, and um, you know everybody has new ideas and wants to f- play with different people, and um, so yeah, it lasted maybe a year, a year or two. Yeah, once Jesse got disinterested in the doggones, I think Sanderford broke off, or Sander broke off, Sander Morrison broke off from doggones and started Magnolias. And uh, that was the uh, the bar in town for a long time. Uh, they had uh, Derek Trucks there played when he was like 12. <laughs> uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers. Uh, they had the next band you probably started, the Edmonds there. Did they have uh, the turnaround there? Yeah, the turnaround played there. Um, probably 96, I'm going to say. And then, um, yeah, because I think I started... The Edmonds in 97. So, yeah, it would have been uh, 96. Oh, there was a lot of crazy shenanigans going on over there at Mag- uh, Magnolias. But I will say this. One of the best Rush cover bands I ever saw 
played there one night, man. I was like, holy cow. The guy did uh, foot pedals like Getty Lee did and everything, man. It was weird. But anyway, okay, so when did the Edmonds come around and who played with that? Who played in that? Um, I was sitting at Venus Pie um, one afternoon and um, just uh, a little a little bit frustrated with how things were going as far as musically and, and the turnaround. And I was talking to Mike and Mike and Johns. Mike Johns, and um, he just offered out of the blue. He said, uh, hey, man, I'll play guitar with you if you want. And um, I was like, really? You know, and he was like probably just one of those people I really looked up to as a songwriter and as a musician, you know, from My Evil Twin. That was when I first saw him at, at uh, Dog On. And uh, so I was, I was honored, like, that he would play uh, guitar. So I immediately jumped on the chance to uh, um, play in a band with him. And uh, so I started showing him songs I had and new songs I was writing. And um, it was... Um, it was real easy, and uh, from there, I mean, we had you know different members in and out. Uh, Lee Addison once again played with us. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when uh, when Nikki left, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Michelle, of course, is playing with us again. Um, Nikki is now a badass lawyer, is she not? Well, she was going to school at the time. She is now a badass lawyer. Yeah, yeah that's what, what I understand. Yeah. yeah, but okay. So the lineup changed from Nikki to Lee, Mike Johns. Uh, and Michelle on the drums. Yep. How long did the Edmonds last? Um, total, I'd say. Good long time. I'd say eight, nine years. I mean, it was uh, from like '97 to like 2000 and um, at least five. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, you and um, a buddy of ours named Scott Cox had a bar here in town called Guitar Bar. Yep. Uh, how did the guitar bar affect or shape your music? Any? Well, it didn't leave me a lot of time to write music, um, as you'd think it would, maybe until the last part of it, and um, I kind of knew it was going towards a uh, dissolve, and um, I was starting to pick my guitar up more and actually write again. That felt good, um, but really it, it didn't... It had an inverse effect to your well, writing. Well, it, it kind of did. I mean, because there was a lot of work involved. So, I mean, you know, you're up there all the time. You know, it's you don't have a lot of time off. And you so. know, a lot of people don't realize that writing music requires great focus. You know, some people. I mean, it, sometimes it just comes to you, but you've got to have the 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 sight yeah. to see it. You know what I mean? If if you don't have that focus to find the inspiration. If your mind's all over the place, you'll never see it, or it'll never. You, you yeah. might not ever. It, if it does come to you, you won't be aware of mm-hmm. it. But it did. It did after um, closing, uh, give birth to a, a, a quite a few songs that I was able to uh, form another band with, and um, and actually record and put out a couple of CDs. So that was that was that was a good thing. Now is it now? You didn't have another band after the Edmonds. You went straight with the Mark Higgins uh, band. Um, I didn't have another band lined up per se, and I had taken a job, and you know, which was a good thing. I needed something to do after that. That was over, um, but it did give me time in the evenings again to have you know some time to to write, and you know a few hours on the weekend to, to put some time into it. And um, so all of that inverse effect, I guess, if you, as you well, we'll saying, call it change. How about that? Change. And which brings me to what I put out 
um, in 2006, actually, when I started Mark Higgins' band, which was me, Michelle Lee, and uh, Keith Wilkins. Wow, um, Keith. Uh, almost, yeah. You can't forget about Keith, but I almost forgot that he played with y'all for a little bit. Well, and then we, we put out um, a CD called Change is Good. So, well, there you go. There you go. Okay, so now the guitar bar, um, which I which I worked door at for a little bit, I thought was a very good uh, bar. Now it's been torn down at some bank or some chicken shack or something weird like that. Uh, but it it was a great bar. It it sat about two hundred and fifty seven people, I think. Yeah, wasn't that the, wasn't that the limit? Yeah. And I mean, dude. I saw it that way at least a couple of times while I was there. Uh, when Colonel Gene played there and PBS was there to film him, oh, man, that place was packed up. It wasn't the fire marshal there. <laughs> like, okay, when two come out, two can come in. I think that was the case. We might have had that a couple of different nights. Yeah, I it mean. It seemed like the uh, if it wasn't the fire marshal, then it was somehow, I don't know, the, the Board of Zoning um, had them all down there, I guess, checking us out there for a little bit. I mean, It'd be one thing after the other, you know. Is the plumbing right? Uh, you have mm. no fire extinguishers, or all the bathrooms flushing? Is it? It's like, oh my goodness. Well, but. let me just say, you haven't lived until you've cleaned puke out of a urinal. Okay, let me just tell you that, everybody out there in, on the interwebs, that's something that you've you've got to aspire for. <laughs> it's it's usually thrust upon you, but you know. Anyway, so Mark, tell us how the the uh, the area's heritage has shaped your music, if any. Well, it's all influential. I mean, um, bands that I listen to that are local here, um, you know, are all influenced from from this area and what they take from from outside too, and um, put it into you know their roots, and you know it comes out of that. And I think it does the same for me. Um, you know, I don't know how rootsy it is. I know it's I've been told it's it's rootsy and described as, but you know. You're a product of the environment, you know, and music-wise. Um, I mean, it's always been a lot of local original music that I've always listened to, and I, I would assume that they're taking that from from the roots around here too. So, well, I would say, you know, um, this area has spawned music of its own. It has inspired music of others. Uh, I think that we've had a pretty avant-garde alternative music scene around this area from you know, sprouting from Athens, Georgia, all the way up through Asheville and uh, Raleigh and stuff like that. There's a vibrant alternative music scene, a progressive alternative music scene uh, that spans country, rock, punk, all kinds of stuff. And I think, I think probably you may have, I mean, I can hear Colonel Gene influence in you, actually. I can hear some of the stuff that he was rooted in uh, coming through in your music, too. What, how would you, uh, what, what, what artist from the area do you think had the biggest influence on you? Mike Johns, no doubt. <clears throat> Probably no. the biggest. I mean, I, I, I had a resource of information right there next to me at all times. You know, I could talk to about music or, hey, man, what should I listen to? I mean, what, what is it, where do you get this, you know, this progression from? Or how do you know to move from here to here on the guitar? And that was another thing I started getting into was uh, not just writing the song, but you know, I'm I'm learning my instrument as I'm going along because I was never a guitar player or a guitarist, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to play with some people that are really good in in that area. And um, Mike Johns definitely was probably my biggest influence. 
Now, uh, he played in the band called what that had regional and uh, a little bit of national success. What was that called? Um, you're talking about the Accelerators. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Didn't they go and do like a Canada little thing at one time? They may have done Canada. I think they were signed to like the same record label, like I think Def Jam at some, some point or something. And um, I know they toured. Um, I know they put some stuff out. And Mike played bass, I believe, in that band. Um, which is crazy, you know. Now, <clears throat> we have a lot of great musicians around here. Uh, David Ezell, who opened up for the Beach Boys one time at the uh, Spartanburg Memorial Auditorium. A great friend of David Geffen. Uh, Marshall Tucker guys loved him. Uh, did David have any influence on your musical writing? Absolutely, yeah. Because um, he writes David... a mean song. He does write a mean <clears throat> oh, song. Oh, absolutely, man. He definitely does. Uh I've seen David play several times. I think the first time I actually got to meet him, though, was at the guitar bar, and we were booking him to play. And um, I really got to watch a full performance of, of David Ezell, and I was blown away. Not not just by um, his, his, his originals, but the way that he took on playing a cover. Um, it's still original in a sense. It's like watching... I, I can't explain it. It's like, he could have wrote that song too, you know? I've just been handed a note. Uh, we've got Clay here, who's one of our sponsors, and he wants to know, how did you get the name for your new band, Mark Higgins and the Chainsaw Bears? Well, it's a, uh, well, Chainsaw Bears, you know, it's Appalachian art. Um, it comes from, you know, Appalachia and what I've I've seen, I'm sure it's everywhere else too. I'm sure there's other regions that have um, chainsaw bears, but it's basically you know art carved out of stumps and wood with chainsaws, and you pass a lot of chainsaw bears, you know, in this area going up towards the mountains, and you'll see them on the side of the road, or you'll see where people are making them, and oh, I just it's an attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's kind of an art form in in the Appalachia, and I just thought that was a I've just always liked that name, Chainsaw Bear. Well, I don't know where that art, you know, I'm sure it originated a long time ago with some, you know, native somewhere carving a little squirrel or a bear on something. But it really seems to be all over the place here in North Carolina and Virginia and stuff like that. Um, now, we're going to get you to play some music here in a little bit, but... Um, like to know uh let's talk about something you know how do you go about writing a song mark kickins well i usually <clears throat> walk around the corners of my house <laughs> with an acoustic guitar and uh and just work out a melody usually is it and the melody it, first it, yeah it's always the uh the melody first and then it it brings on kind of like the the feeling or the thoughts you know what i mean and words just kind of that, that will fit with that and um, how you're feeling that day or you know what's been on your mind and you put uh, truth to uh, words so do you uh, are you conscious of the tones that you write with your lyrics or do you just try to write something that um, it, it, it just needs to fit together you don't really mind if the words are uh, convey what the tones of the music do no, I, I'd say I'd stay with the uh, the tones of the music. Okay. I, I like, you know. So if you're writing a melancholy song, you use melancholy chords and tones. 
Well, I'd start with the the tones and chords and melody first. So yeah, I'd be you know, beginning it with that and then adding on the words. Yeah. Now, when you start writing a song, you probably have you've got an idea of what that song should end up being, but is that always the case? Not always, no. Mm. All right. So, Mark, uh, how long have you been playing music altogether? Let's see. Uh, I don't know, 33, 35 years. I'll tell you what, you got to love something to do something like that uh, because musicians are not appreciated. They don't get paid as much as they're supposed to be getting paid, uh, especially if you're a good one and you entertain people. If you're an entertainer, then uh, you're a special kind of person because you're putting your soul out in front of people. You're putting your whole soul, well, maybe not your whole soul, but enough to where, you know, you're exposing yourself. Do you feel that way when you're playing music? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I say I've always stuck to the philosophy of write what you know and let it be the truth. And sometimes that's, you know, people find different meanings in what you're writing. But to, for me, you know, it, I don't think it's conveying unless you feel you know, what you're saying is, you know, something you've actually experienced or have been through. So it, it does reveal you. It does kind of leave you naked in a way, you know. Mm. So, yeah, you kind of are exposed. Well, we're going to take a break right here while Mark Higgins gets set up to play. I'd like to thank everybody for hanging out. Don't forget, uh, this is Sparkle City Sessions, Hub City Music Society, sponsored by Pinnacle Custom Constructions, and we'll be right back. <laughs> groovy guys and groovy girls here's Mark Higgins it's not a trace not a sound left in this place just the cold Memory. If it's walls, should ever talk, should they ever talk, it'll kill you and it kill me too. Rain is the window and it wakes me. I've been carrying buckets of rain, buckets of rain, buckets. Leaving his word is good name, no doubt To return the favors of his lead Before the years Spiral away or to disappear Like the road beneath this old man's feet I've been carrying buckets of rain, buckets of rain, buckets of rain. I don't need to be reminded what's in the past and it's behind me. Out of the rain, 
out of the rain great hey watch that foot tapping you know when you when your foot tapping all right give us another one man oh hey what was the name of that one it's Again. called uh, out of the rain okay and when did you write that um maybe three years ago okay well give us another one man good song good song uh mark give us another song please uh this one's called um county fair and if your heart is wondering Where I might be laying my head down I'm stoned, not with you Yeah, you go on, ask anyone Anything about it, I don't mind Yeah, tonight I'm through 
everybody's share peace of mind yeah I found Next to wonder on the path of rain I'm under to yet tonight I'm through All right, that song was popping my friend. Why don't you give us another one? Tell us what it's called. This is called um just like me. Okay. She drives a car I can't drive. She hides keys I can't find She has a hole inside her heart Girl, you know I feel bad I'm so happy I met you You're so fucked up like me too Ain't you happy just like me? Ain't we happy just you and me? I don't say She writes poems I can't believe Girl, you know Ain't so smart I'm so happy I met you You're so fucked up Like me too Ain't you happy Just like me Ain't we happy Just you and me great song that is hey you got one more for us oh and by the way we've had a very fun time hanging out with you today so uh hey don't forget to check out mark higgins and the chainsaw bears whenever you can mark higgins do you have a facebook and all that stuff yeah mark higgins and the chainsaw bears on facebook that's mark with a c all right mark with a c give us that last song brother all right this is one um i haven't yeah you may not have heard this is called uh parkways Hold on, it's true words have never been so spoken. 
Groovy guys, groovy girls, thanks for hanging out here with us downtown Spartanburg, South Carolina at Studio Unknown. Hey, this has been Mark Higgins, and this has been Sparkle City Sessions. I'm your host, Mark Rocco Dawson. We've had a great time. We'll see you next episode. Thanks. <laughs>